And that is why they call it an ass margarita. What's going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less here in Atlanta, Georgia. I am Adam Johnson. Here in Greensboro, North Carolina, I am Dan Ray. And because everything... How about wait your turn? (laughs) Because things are like super ass annoying in the world, we figured we'd bring in an equally annoying voice all the way from Cedar Rapids <laughs> from the peasy Tornesies, Mike Schulte, ladies you, and gentlemen in the house. Just to let everybody know, Adam is literally like, woo, shot out of a cannon. So you're not going to want to miss this episode. It is he true. Is mean. Today. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> That's the thing. Nobody gets to see the fun stuff where we're like, just, you know, the back channel is where all the magic is happening. Really? You know, you guys are seeing, you know, the machinations of that kind of happening in, you know, after the fact. But all the good stuff is happening before we ever press any buttons. It's really true. So here we are. Um, I got to say, Dan, triple uh, heads up situation looks very nice. Seems to be happening. I got a little glowy background happening behind us. And the bouquet is where it's at, man. It's fancy. We're fancy. So how's everybody doing so far this week? Let's start with Mike and then we'll just work our way across. There you go. How you well, doing, man? I'm okay. I'm like, 2020 will be forever known as the year that I'm just depressed about everything and yeah. anything. And I just can't, I'll pull myself out of a hole. I'm like, life's good. And then I'll just fall so deep into it that, uh, yeah, like th- this is the year where I realize that I'm not always a happy person. And like, yeah. I got shit, I got shit to deal with, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Dan? Well, uh, I mean, same, uh, um, with the exception that, you know, you know how, uh, you know how when you do heroin and then go on, <laughs> deer in the headlights, eyes from both of you. It was great. Um, I was like, yes. And then you? like three months goes by and then you get another fix. That's me today. Cause I actually mm. gigged last night. You gigged, you son of a bitch. I know, I know. And it was, um, I don't know if now is the time to get into it. We should definitely talk about it in this, uh, in this episode, but it was, uh, it was glorious and weird. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of what there is to say. Yeah. I think we can unpack that. Yeah. I got, I, I got some more to say about so, it. So, so this has been a bit of a week. It has been a week. And I, it has. And so, um, you know, all the things we've said we weren't going to talk about, we're going to go ahead and talk about um, things that are typically off limits because there's just kind of no way around it. So we're giving ourselves how many minutes? We're going to rap horn it. What do you want to do? Can we do it in five? I think five is, is a yeah. good number. All right. Maybe like six. Okay. So timer going. Hang on. It's been so long. I'm getting the reinstalling. The it's, uh, I used it since we were last together. So, <laughs> yeah, unable to install horn. All right, so uh, we're gonna have I a, a until I can get a new rap horn down from the Apple Store. That's how long we I'll get. Tell you, rap no, no, horn. No, no, means means all right, you got this. You got this. Adam's got this. I, I got a five minute timer. All right, ready? Here we go, here we go, your mark. Set go. All right, good. So things are kind of tumultuous, and as um, three middle aged upper class white dudes. We have nothing to say about that. This is the thing. Like Adam and I were like, does the world need our commentary on this? No. In particular, no, it does not. not. Really. It does not. So we're not necessarily 
the right people to kind of be talking about this, but a lot of people have decided to kind of like insert themselves into the situation for good and for bad. And, um, you know, Mike, we were talking, um, earlier this week and you just kind of like raised a really important question that I think we haven't really talked about. Do you want to chime in there real quick? Re- about- recall, recall me what that was. I asked you guys a we, lot of questions. So, you know, we talked about when, you know, you shouldn't talk about politics, uh, like, but when, like, when you, when you should, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, we've always, I think we, I think we've talked about this before that the, our, our bands, our cover bands are not a place to, to pick polarizing subjects and discuss them like that that is the wrong place. And if you have someone in your band who is this like very polarizing figure might not be the right person for your band. This is not the time. Yeah. Yeah. Never the time. But then there comes things like where I really felt so strongly about what's going on is like there's politics and there's religion, but then there's human rights. There's just normal things that like, how do we not get this right? And that's when I I never talk about things on my Facebook page, but I I really did feel the need to say something because I just like, how how are we still dealing with shit like this? Sorry to say shit. Shit. It is. It it very much is. You know, um, I, I, I went black. I blacked out on, I didn't black out, but, I I did go dark on Tuesday. I went dark and um, then blacked out. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't put anything on any of my band or company pages. No. Just didn't I just didn't post. And they they didn't post and I didn't post and it was just that was what it was. Um that felt like the right thing to do in the moment. Um I don't know if that was the right move, yeah. but it felt like what I should have done. Because like you had said Cover bands are not political entities. We are basically customer service distractions people. So um, it doesn't reflect on my personal, you know, feelings about the situation. And I very much uh, champion everything that is going on right now. That is for uh, positivity and human rights and equal rights for everybody and accountability for uh, those in power. So I'm a hundred percent on board with that. Um, but yeah, I, I feel like a lot of people got this right. And we're talking a lot about people who didn't yeah. or got it straight up wrong. Yeah. You know, before you came on, um, Mike and I were talking about, there's a tattoo shop in town that um, a year ago had a guy who apparently was who you went to for your uh, white nationalist tattoos. Mm-hmm. And the shop didn't do anything about him. And it was a whole thing. And they put out a statement today. We stand with, you know, da da da. And yeah. like the pile on of like, okay, I mean, you say that, but, but, um, yeah. guys. So it can really, it can backfire if, you know, if you don't deal with it properly. And, and those guys, there's a fly buzzing around me here. Those guys did not. And, um, yeah. Well, one, we had a, we had a, I, I got really caught up in this and like how we need, we are figures and we do need to say something because this is human rights. Like let's, but we had a, we had a big band talk and the the main thing that we came down with was number one, we're just, we're a party band. Like people, 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 it's a distraction. I don't want to hear my favorite restaurant, like say something about this. I want to go to the restaurant as right. a distraction from life. Uh, but also, you know, we discussed how no matter what you say, it just creates more hatred and a breeding ground for for stuff that to happen that it, are you really doing good to like then create more 
hate right. by everybody arguing and your fan base arguing and it yeah it's there's no there's literally no right answer to this it's an, and, yeah total no win situation but there have been weren't you telling me some other uh people have said things and then just got like musician type people have gotten piled on lately yeah it, it wasn't even that like i think people just like said vile terrible things there's this uh this yeah. drummer i think hillary jones is her name who he went on a literal white supremacy tirade. It on was her astonishing. Page. It really was astonishing. Wow. You know, sometimes we see stuff and it's like, you know, somebody says racist thing and you're like, well, m- let's, let's see what that's actually about. Yeah. And then I actually like, like click the link and read what she said. And I was like, uh, <laughs> well, this was literally like, actually go back to Africa. Like it was literal. It was actually white that. supremacy. Like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, so needless to say, she lost all of her endorsements and um that's not good um mike fuller from full tone kind of stepped in it talking about um yeah the rioters and things like that and um got kind of called out i think rightfully so and his apology was kind of interesting because i think he kind of like delved into like the psychology behind he was like i think i'm afraid because i'm like old and i own things and i'm worried about things being taken from me like it was it was interesting, but not necessarily like good <laughs> or didn't feel genuine. I think he was just kind of like processing it well, like on paper. I, I'm, I'm in um, favor of introspection at this time. That's probably the best thing we can do. Sure. Right. But, but he sent a really, he sent a series of really terrible emails to people who were like upset yeah. at what he said. Um, they were literally like, I will break into your house and steal your full tones. If I find that you have them kind of thing, like not, <laughs> Oh, not great. Not good. Not Mm. good at all. Um, And then there are other things. There are other companies like Paul Reed Smith and uh, and as of kind of recently, as we were talking about the Sweetwater, that kind of got piled on in ways I don't think was entirely fair. Um, And this stuff is just going to have to shake itself out. Yeah. Whether these, whether this is just you know either virtue signaling or call out culture, like I don't know how all of this shakes out in the end. Um, I don't particularly think anybody. Those I don't think of those two companies, I don't think anybody handled it improperly, but there's some stuff they may have to answer to at some point. Um, but I think uh, us as individuals have absolutely every right to talk about things that we think are important and should stand up for things that we believe in. Sure. Um, and if you feel like your uh, band is not a good place or a good avenue to do that, I don't think that's problematic. Um, if you, you disagree, yeah, please... Go for it. Yeah, please let us know. I'd love to kind of open up that conversation. Um, and to be sure, other, l- listen, the, the other thing is political is a valid brand. Totally valid. Now I, totally valid. I will say this. There is a, um, there's a band that follows us on Instagram that has been um, posting things about this whole situation that I think have been uh, super positive and they've gotten <laughs> – they've gotten positive responses. Like it's not on the level as their normal engagement. So right. I think some people may just be like, okay, whatever. Um, but they are taking a stand and it doesn't seem to be, they're not getting any negative attention from it. Okay. So well, I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. They decided to, um, you know, to take a stand and more power to them. And, you know, hopefully it works for them in the future. Yeah. So. Yeah. Good. And we are, I, we're, we're, Hey, be a good person. That's end of conversation. How is this bottom, so hard? Bottom line. Yeah. Be a good person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and if if I have to explain to you that other people are people, 
<laughs> then I don't know what to do with you. Conversation over. Yeah. I don't, yeah. we, we're yeah. done. Yeah. For sure. You know, we're in Atlanta, like there's actually, there's protests going on literally like less than a yeah. while from now. Yeah, us. me too. Um, and go for it. Yeah, go bless. I think it's, yeah. I think it's great. Yeah. So anyway. Distraction. Distraction. All right. So let's go out to this. So uh, what's everybody drinking tonight? Oh, I have a uh, Boulevard Brewing Phantom Haze Double IPA working and it's quite okay. tasty. It's very Shalty. fruity and delicious. So a hazy, a hazy double? It's a, hazy uh, yeah, bugs. yeah. It's a double, so double it's IPA. Hazy, but it's, it's like, it hits you pretty hard. Well, it's a double. Mean? I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, oh, it's, uh, let me see if I can find the ABV here. No, it's got to be on there. Um, by law, law, right? Seven and a half percent, which is not strong as a, eh. as double IPAs go, but um, which is a good thing because I'm yeah. podcasting. Tonight. I got the old. Uh, there's a company in uh, Des Moines, Iowa called Exile, mm-hmm. uh, and they are like they kill the sour game. Sour games where they're at. So I got Beatnik Sour, sweet, nice. One of the best sours and one of the most original, like one of the first sours you've ever had. Awesome, it's amazing, awesome. So um, I'm drinking water because <laughs> we had. Well, we had Mexican, so I had a I had a very nice margarita. Um, the thing that I'm kind of into right now, and it's kind of working because members only can't play, <coughs> is that there are a lot of like retro themed craft beers, and so I've been kind of trying those out. Um, one I posted today was from Pontoon Brewing. They had one called the New Wave, uh, like ultra red white ale that was really good. Um, before that there was one, there was a 1985, uh, IPA that was like amazing. Mm. So if, uh, your local brewery does some kind of like throwback style, like fun can artwork, uh, beer, shoot it my way because I'm, I'm definitely in the market looking it up. Do you, are your breweries delivering where you are? Mm-hmm. That has No, they're not. I don't think I, I don't, I think that's illegal. Oh. But they have relaxed a lot of laws. So, yeah. like, I walked into this restaurant, got two margaritas, no tops, got in my car and drove home. Wow. I did that yesterday and actually was like, it's <laughs> like a quick sip, just you know, like, just on yeah. the way home. Yeah. Just a quick sip. Yeah. No big deal. Quality control. Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. Well, our yeah. breweries here are actually doing home delivery, and it's the mm-hmm. best. The best. And I've been playing wow. at... Um, Odin Brewing, uh, those of you who listened to the podcast for a long time have Dude, heard me talk about Did they get money this. yet? Because this is like, I mean, you love talking about Odin Brewing. I love these guys. I love these guys. I will tell you. And and um, the owner and his wife came by my house on their bikes the other night. And I was out in the yard messing around with stuff in the yard. And I was like, oh, it's my Odin's. Oh, my God. It was Jan and Bob <laughs> Odin came back by on their bikes. And we chatted. Bob Odenkirk? Uh, that's what I was going to say. I Odie. have Odie. not made that connection. But hey now I can't not. Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, they've been delivering. They brought me a twenty-four pack of their IPAs Noinks. today. Um, there's a couple of spots by me that I could walk to, like that are doing growlers and stuff. And I'd forgotten that growlers were yeah. even a thing, fully a thing. Yeah, like seven to ten years ago, like growlers were like life, mm. and yeah. now no one does them. But a, a, a place by me has um, you can do you can do. Um, growlers so i've been hitting them up awesome uh what is up matt what is up becky uh becky finch is the vocalist for a band in the atlanta area called denim arcade not competition even though they are an atlanta-based 80s band <laughs> but uh very appreciative for you guys state. tuning in Co- coopetition yeah yeah she's she's a part of the tide that rises the ships there you go that's all there you go that's very all good. Very good. hey i got a question for you have yeah, you man. done anything yet 
in the last couple of weeks, now that we're like COVID-19 is not a thing. Anymore. Yeah, it's over. We're, we're, we're coming out of this, but have you done anything that like surprised you where you're like, Oh my God, I went, I kissed a guy on the mouth at the Mexican restaurant yesterday. Like, have you done anything like that? I'm not saying I did. I'm saying if no, you've done anything that's, I haven't kissed you. any more men at Mexican restaurants than I know. <laughs> Just do. the baseline. Yeah. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. The usual number, you know, we, um, we've been doing, we, we finally got together with like my extended family and my extended family, like my brothers and sisters and spouses and kids, they're all local. So it was like 15 people. Yeah. That's kind of a big thing. Um, I will say this, my entire existence in our house right now is completely reliant on our next door neighbors who are, um, married couple with kids roughly our age who have just been an absolute godsend because they're just we're just kind of all in it together. So like sometimes our kids are over at their house and sometimes their kids are over at our house. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of like, it's been like the greatest setup for a situation like this. Um, but like, other than that, like if I'm going out, I'm wearing a mask and I don't care. Right. You know, a lot of people aren't, um, I'll be the one person sure. in yep. a spot with a mask. I kind of like being the one person. Me too. Me too. I kind of like wearing a mask to be perfectly honest. <laughs> you can, you can just kind of like <laughs> introvert rules. I, well, like we, I was at the grocery store and there was like one of my neighbors who I'm not like super stoked on. And uh, I walked right by him. Didn't recognize they you. Had no idea yeah. it was me. Wearing a mask. It's I had a hat on and a mask. Beautiful. I believe that's Batman's mask too. And no, I don't think it was, you know, like they, they just don't know your fame anymore. You know? Yeah. 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 yeah no big deal. You know, that might change. You know, I've, now that I'm a, a YouTube uh, sensation. You, you, like are, a, you yeah, are. Like you are. I was going to start this episode with, um, and that's why I believe in a thing called love. Uh, so yeah, the um, the video came out and um, we kind of simulcasted it on our channel and uh, Casey's channel, Casey Cooper, better known as Cooper Drummer. Yep. Cooper Drummer. Um, 2.49 million. I was a little... To be precise. I was, it's okay. It's I was talking it up. Right. I said 2.7. Right. I was wrong. It was 2.49. Did he correct you? Um, no, he didn't correct me. I just you said it wrong. Figured it out on I your kept own. saying it wrong. Yeah. Well. Um, so <laughs> the uh, it went live on Saturday, which was his idea. This is kind of another thing that's kind of interesting is that like you kind of learn about how things work better um, from somebody who actually knows what's going on. Yeah. He was like, you know, for him, he's got this crazy like international following. So he's like, I'm going to do it on noon on Saturday so I can catch that hmm. side of the world we're thinking go, our time zone right. only right. and he's thinking yeah. what what countries do i hit the best seriously at this time? seriously he's global and we're like how's it what, going in and the funny thing is is that it has been like if you look at the comments they're all like from india oh, yeah. and huh. um cool like thailand and kind of uh, eastern asian countries and then you know other stuff um but as of this morning that video has topped ten thousand views uh, our, on his page or on his page. Okay. Our video count is slightly lower at around <laughs> yeah. 300. Still, can I, can I rant about YouTube a little bit? Like oh, go for the it. most fickle, there is no rules. It is the wild west. And, and it's, I think I told you that story in the first time we talked about how, when we did that Tennessee whiskey video, I was so adamant to just put it on Facebook because it's instant gratification. Everybody sees it. But man, like, how do you get popular on YouTube? It just, there's no blueprint. It just happens. Yep. Somehow your video gets found. Yeah. Somebody just, uh, whiskey riff is a website 
yep. with million subscribers just randomly shared, you should see this Tennessee whiskey cover from this rock band. <laughs> and boom, like I knew something was up all of a sudden, like subscribers and views were just through the roof. I'm mm. like, what, what is happening? And all of a sudden you find it, you go, Oh, that's what's happening. I mean, yeah. it's, it's unbelievable how, how his, it's the same video and his can just go through the roof and yours yep. just kind of sits there. Well, I mean, he had a Correct. distribution channel. Correct. Um, yeah. And for us, you know, it definitely boosted our list, our, our, our subscribers, you know, the, we crossed a hundred, which was great that, you know, everybody says the first 100, are, you know, are the hardest to get yeah. um, the next kind of like um, goal or like kind of touch point or like it's escalation sad. point is well, hitting a I mean, thousand because a thousand gives you, it, it opens you up to monetization Correct. and then, you know, it kind of goes up from there. Um, I don't know what to do with it. You know, I, I've definitely got some ideas for some stuff I want to do and it looks like covers, are going to be a good way to kind of draw attention to the site. But like my main goal for this is to turn people onto what this is to this particular part. Correct. Yeah. This is, you this know, is what you're driving everybody toward. This yep. is the Trojan yep. horse. As far I, as I'm I found you guys, you, you, uh, you liked on Instagram, you added us and said, Oh yeah. I liked a bunch of photos. And I go, what cover band confidential. And I click on it. And I go, Oh hell yeah. That's this is thing. awesome. Yeah. That was me. That's how it works. Yep. <laughs> And I'm kind of doing that now, you know, the way that you kind of look at these things is that, you know, okay, you caught lightning in a bottle. So I got it featured on this, on this cover video that's getting some, some juice. So what do you do with that? So what I'm doing is I'm liking all the posts and commenting. If someone's like, Hey, that singer was great. All right. I'll come back and I'll leave a comment says, Hey, thanks for that alternate version on our, on our channel. Come check it out. Um, going back on their social media posts. So Casey's and Cooper Carter's and liking and following all the people that commented there and kind of like going through and liking posts and that kind of thing. So you have to kind of like, you're basically kind of pulling focus. You're, you're kind of, you have to actively go out and get people, you know, some, some accounts are lucky and like people just come to them. Um, I'm doing the exact opposite. I'm like, I'm hunting people down. Yep. I'm, I am, you know, that's how I found you weirdly enough. Yep. Um, and it wasn't like, I wasn't going like these guys look right at my alley. I was just like, I think they had a hashtag cover band and I follow hashtag cover band. So like, oh, it's totally like, shotgun like, approach, like, like, right? Like, like, like. It's like totally like I, it's a numbers game. Yeah. I bet you a lot of people have ended up here because of that. And and that's like, yeah. that's why people that hustle on any so- form of social media will always continue to advance. Uh, like you've been like thinking of different ways to put out the video clips. I mean, that is literally you can't ever get complacent in this social media world where you go, we did it. We figured it out. If we <laughs> make this cool poster, we're good. No. Yeah. What's next? It's done. That poster is gone now. What are you going to do next? Yeah. yeah. Nathan Smith tuning in. Uh, Nathan is a crazy talented guitar player and, and, and singer um, <laughs> better at everything than I am um, by a lot. And, uh, but who's, but who's good, counting? <laughs> he's a good dude. Yeah. Thanks, Nathan, for tuning in. Uh, glad you are here. So, so listen, I, 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 go ahead, Dan, because I, I still asked a question to you guys what you did in the COVID. Is if that was what you're going to answer? It was. Okay, it was. What I did one really, really, really weird thing last night, and that was that I played a gig. That is the ultimate. I would have so to say. Weird. I couldn't so do weird. it right now. It feels weird. It felt weird. It felt weird. And it was at a restaurant um, that I that they do music there every Wednesday. Friday and Saturday night. And, um, in 
five years of playing this town, I've not managed to penetrate their booking there, and it's been brutal. And I've really wanted to. Some of my favorite places, acts have played there, and I've really, really wanted to. And um, it's in the hands of this one woman who guards her stage tightly. <laughs> She's um, your white whale. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. Um, and, and then my acoustic duo partner uh, waits tables there and can just talk to her. And that changes the whole dynamic. So we booked, <laughs> we booked there with the, with the acoustic duo um, on a Wednesday night, which is when they do sort of acoustic-y stuff, um, seven, eight months ago, long before anything COVID-y was starting to happen. And, um, and then, of course, that it did, and we assumed everything was shut down forever. And then they opened up uh, North Carolina restaurants to 50% capacity, what, three weeks ago, something like that. And she wanted us to play. And I really, I, I, it was, I, I took um, a while to get to where I was comfortable at, at, at thinking about it and work, kind of working through how I would do that. Um, I ordered from Sweetwater a mic stand and a mic and a mic cable for my partner. Had them shipped to her. They're hers now, right? Anything <laughs> within, within spitting distance of her as she sings, like she's holding that. I'm not taking it home with me. Um so she showed up with all that and set it all up, and we stood a good long distance apart. And um, and the first like nearest tables were a good long distance away, and we were outside on the patio. It was a good breeze, fans on us. Um, it was hot as blazes, and I'd forgotten all about that. That was part of the thing was how much I'd forgotten about. Um, I can feel the atrophy in my vocal cords. I can feel that I don't have the stamina in my voice that I used to have. My calluses are killing me this morning, killing me. <laughs> so I'm not, I haven't played for three hours straight for three months. Wow. Right. Um, and by the end of the night I was I, like, I wasn't looking cause I was pretty sure my fingers were bleeding. They weren't, but it felt like they were. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So it's just amazing how much like just physically standing there doing it. Like I was just not in the game I was three months ago. I just was like, didn't have the physical chops of it. Um, How did it feel though? Like God, the, the overall moment. It was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> and, and you know, those moments where like something happens in the crowd and you like pop some response to it and have some connection. People laugh and like, yeah. oh, you're like, God. I'm in it. Oh my God. It really was like, it was like, it was like getting your first fix after three months of being you know, clean. It was, it yeah. was like yeah. that. It was really like leaving rehab. Yeah, it's Drug is back when, in my veins. Uh, heroin baby. addicts die, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was incredible. It was incredible. And, um, you know, and then I came home and I <laughs> took my clothes off and put them right in the laundry and took a shower. <laughs> um, you know, was the risk of exposure higher than if I'd been at home that night? Absolutely. No question. Um, do I feel like it was pretty safe? Yeah, I do. I do. I don't feel like, I don't, I mean, ask me in two weeks, but, um, right now I don't feel bad about it. Um, and it certainly was a good time. And, and, um, and, you know, we had that experience where like some people had never heard of us, like <sighs> fell in love with us and stayed there the whole night and tipped like crazy and made required like that whole, like falling in love with an audience thing happened. And, uh, it's been, I got a question for you. Yeah. Obviously you, you felt playing that this was just so great to be back. Do you did you get a vibe that the audience was just like I haven't heard someone totally. sing live totally totally I had a guy come could have farted in the microphone they would have they would have been like this is amazing. oh yeah this oh absolutely cool. absolutely there was a guy who came um, and I chatted with him some I, he showed up right before 
we took a break. So right at the end of the first set and um, uh, came and sat at a table, right? I mean, as close to the front as there was. Um, and he told me at the break, he, you know, he, he was there for dinner earlier in the night and then left and came back for some reason and like heard us across the parking lot and was like, is that live music? Like, what is, what is I gotta go find out about that. And he like came and sat for the whole rest of the night, stayed the whole rest of the night. Um, and, uh, That's cool. yeah, this place was one of the first ones to start putting music back up and they had a guy play the first one back was a week ago Wednesday and it was a buddy of mine in the, in, in the scene who's fantastic. And so kind of standing in his boots there where I knew he'd been a week before was, was gave me some juice, you know, and, um, Anyway, yeah, it was really great. It was really great. Now, um, I'm still super hesitant about putting the band together. Right. Right. That's still a thing I'm not sure I'm ready I'm ready for or that the that anyone's ready for. And I'm starting to get reached out to about it. Um Of course. Yeah. yeah. It's over. Let's go. Let's yeah, get back to work. Rip, right? And and um yeah, I'm 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 breathing pretty heavy about that. I don't I don't know. I don't know. Do you well Adam, do you have anything like in the immediate future that you're doing playing? So, so um, a couple of dates have popped up for this weekend and I kind of Upcoming my week, like two days from now. Yes. Ooh. So like acoustic things. And I, okay. and I was like, I'll go ahead and throw my hat in the ring. I don't have anything else going on. And so it might be, you know, worth it just to try it out. And like, like he said, you know, a solo acoustic thing, like I feel yeah. like the risk is even lower than, yeah. you know, doing what Dan was doing yeah. because there's another person involved. Um, we did get a an email from uh, a date that we have in July that is saying, "Get us your paperwork. We're cutting the check. This is going down." Wow, <laughs> um, which feels weird because yep. like we've been sitting on our hands this entire time, and now I'm like, "Oh crap!" Like I've got work to do. Yep. Um, right. So right. I, had, I had to get a notary <laughs> in my house. Luckily, there was one in the neighborhood um, to get this get the paperwork uh, sent over. Um, so some stuff might be picking back. Put up. a pin in I'm that. I want to come back breath. to that. That was interesting. We'll come back to that. Keep going. Write it down. Um, so there was that. And then I, I, um, I picked up a couple holds for some, um, some private events in September. And I have a theater date with another band also in September out of state. So I've got two out of state gigs potentially in September. Um, and they were going to pay me, couple hundred bucks just to hold the date so i was like might as well you know worst case is i have to learn a bunch of stuff but otherwise yeah i you know i don't have anything in the immediate future we're looking at like the end of july like the 24th of july for like a municipal event um that's the next big like the band returning kind of situation that yeah. we've got so what do you need to circle back on the notary, notary. yeah you right you heard that too right <laughs> yeah so you guys get your contracts notarized no. So let's, let's talk about this. Yeah. So in this case, this is a, it, the city of the, the, well, it's the city of Monroe. It doesn't really matter. Um, you guys don't live here. In Monroe. Um, oh, oh, the yeah. city of Monroe, oh, yeah. um, you know, we are doing a contract with them and part of it that they needed to do was they needed a W nine, which, you know, is sure. pretty standard. Yeah. And now that I'm an LLC, I've got the employee identification number and all that stuff. It's, totally legit above board but they also wanted an e-verify waiver form huh. uh, because their accounting department you know typically does e-verify but because i am a sole proprietorship i have less than 10 employees they don't need to do e-verify but in order to 
verify that I don't need e-verify. <laughs> I have to fill out a form <laughs> and then have it notarized. Like I had filled the form out. And she was like, no, it needs to be notarized. So I was like, crap. So and like, e-verify, e- just so I'm clear, is that, uh, you know what? No. Pull a rap no, horn. I'm not it's doing fine. No, I'm not doing it. Anywho, um, yeah, having contracts notarized would be like a baller, like next step. I was like, even see, even Susan says that. Yeah, we're, Susan said that <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I'm, I am vouched for. It is official. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. It's that that is not a part of our typical uh, operating procedure, but. You know, if that's the hoop I need to jump through in order to get paid, always, you know, yeah. tell me how high. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're, okay. we're going full band live stream next Saturday. Sweet. That will be our first being in the same room since March 1st. Yeah. yeah. All four of us. So that's a little bit, that's at least it feels nice to just do it and then go, okay, like, can we now start thinking about getting back into it? So pretty pumped yeah. about that. Yeah. So this was one that you had kind of been asking us about a little bit, like what's the route. So can you tell us a little bit about how you guys decided to kind of operate? Yeah, we've got a, we've got one of the best production companies ever. Uh, Some friends of ours are doing the minute that this all seemed like reality, they scrambled and made this studio called Des Moines TV, DSM TV, where they, they were going to be your MTV to like put things out. You know what I mean? Uh, and so they have been doing incredible work, like top notch live streams, but now they're pushing, they want to take this, they want, they don't want this to be a flash in the plan, the pan. They want to continue. And they're like, how do we do that? It's sell tickets and it's exclusive events. And it's, and, and so I was wondering, do we, I asked you guys, I go, okay, do we make this a ticketed only live stream event where you have to pay to get in or do we go free? with sponsors coming in and fitting some of the bill. And and we struggled with that for quite a bit, but we're going to, we decided you still got to make it free. Viewership is already down. If you can't tell, I think it's summer and people aren't really watching live streams anymore. So if now, if you make them pay for it, I don't even know if that's even worth it. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe in the future, I think there'll be these weird combos of a show and a live stream that everyone can do simultaneously. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. 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 I do think live streaming in some form is going to persist. Yeah. 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 I mean, there, we're good at it. Right. <laughs> right. right. I mean, there, and there's some artists um, I've been hearing a lot about Twitch and how a lot of people are moving to Twitch because yeah. it's a little <laughs> less restrictive um, for things like, pre-recorded music and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, a lot of people are going that route, but then you have musicians like, um, you know, I'm, I'm kind of putting myself in the box of the music that I'm into, but like guys like Matt Heafy from Trivium or like Ronnie Radke and, you know, guys like that who have these dedicated Twitch followers and they're actually like during times when they're not touring, like they're making more money off of Twitch than they're making off of like their band stuff, including royalties. Weird, right? It's crazy. And they're literally just, you know, um, Matt Heavey is really interesting because literally he just like logs in and he, he just practices. He's going to sit there, play guitar, learn his songs. (laughs) And people are like, get paid. Just like throwing them. It brings back that aspect of how people really do want to see inside of your personal life and they do want access to you totally. and they're willing to pay for that. Yep. And that, that's, that's, 
where we're still going to have this, like somehow if you can figure out a way to keep going with these broadcasts, it's going to be, it's still something that people will want to see your band do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not a bad thing. I, you know, what this has just shown is that like, we've kind of opened this world up and that's kind of like the way that I feel about this whole YouTube thing is that like, we have like each of us individually have worked so hard to kind of build a name and a reputation for our in our city, in our market, in our little like bubble. And then you look at things like Twitch and YouTube and like Facebook and you're like, there is no bubble. It's not. You know? Yeah. There's not. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, no, geography's done. I, I, you're probably starting to see this, Adam, but our, uh, looking into the analytics of things. Now, Facebook's really good at it. YouTube's really good at it. Our Tennessee whiskey video is going to hit 4 million here. And so I wanted to know how many countries have watched it. Like 110 countries <laughs> yeah. have, have seen this video more than a couple thousand times. That's crazy. Yeah. It doesn't happen. And you know, for a band, it's one thing, but like as individual artists, like you can really kind of build a crazy, you know, following yep. that gives you more opportunities. Like, for me, I love singing. Singing is what I feel like I, you know, I'm pretty good at. And so, you know, doing the um, the YouTube collaborations gives me the opportunity to sing on more like different projects with different people. Like I never would end up in the same room with Casey Cooper otherwise. Yeah. But because of you know the network that I built, like it just kind of happened. And will it happen again? I, I'm not sure. Um, you don't say no to that. You run exactly. No. <laughs> no. So I, I think it's it's still going to be just an ongoing um, avenue to try out creative things and um, do more stuff and hopefully kind of raise awareness. Again, the music being the Trojan horse of the content that we're talking about, which is the, yeah, you know, being talented is important, but like if you don't have these tools, you don't have these resources, you don't have this this knowledge and this, this work ethic, like it doesn't matter how good you are. Yeah. Cause I know plenty of good people who <laughs> aren't going anywhere. Right. And then I know a lot of marginally, you know, you know, talented people like the three of us who <laughs> have right. managed to eke something out, yeah. you know, yeah. how'd they yeah. do that? Hustle. Hustle. In my case, I learned how to sing real, real, yes. real high. <laughs> that is your whole trick. Basically, I can't do it. No, me neither. Can you do it, Dan? No. I know you can't. I, I can sing kind of high. Yeah. You're a sultry guy. I was, I was pretty stoked. Jamie actually, Jamie Vendera shared the video. Yeah, and I, I didn't ask him to. I sent it to him, and I was like, I'm not saying this is your fault, but <laughs> raise your voice, which is the book that I bought that was his, came out roughly like three months before the Darkness record came out. And those two things kind of just like, yeah, I was like, I read the book and then I was like, oh, I can do this. And it was kind of like, so, and, um, we, we actually had a really cool conversation about that. Um, you know, after the fact, he's like, I don't share stuff, but, and you didn't ask me to, but I felt compelled to, because, you know, it was, it, it was really good. It, it rose to the level. So, mm-hmm. and I'm not the kind of person to toot my own horn. Uh, Dan, I, I want to call this out because last week you said something very, very nice to me about <laughs> me, and I just kind of like brushed it aside. I didn't say thank you yeah. um, because it makes me feel uncomfortable, and I'm working on that. Yeah, so. no, it really, um, it really is good. It really, it really was well done and fun, and and uh, and you know, beyond the quality of the performance, the energy of it, and the you know, showmanship alone in the basement. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. really, really excellent. No, literally, like. 
putting putting my phone on a tripod. Totally. No, like, completely. Hey, okay, here we go. Completely. And and the, I mean, the thing is like, would civilians have understood that that was what was going on? Maybe not. I mean, that's the quality of it, right? <laughs> but I was clear like, that dude's standing in front of a green screen in his basement. I, I understand what's happening there and how hard it is to get yourself up for that and like expressing that way. And it was it was really good. It was really good. Yeah, if somebody had walked in on the actual shooting of that, they would have been like, "This is a sad thing. <laughs> so this sad. is this is very sad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we should feel sorry for this person." That all came out well. It, oh, yeah, yeah, it did. It all came out in the wild. On to the next one now, and now it's done, and you immediately have to go. What's the next project? Right. That's, that's the problem with YouTube is that like you can't no. just keep. Now the thing that's great about this setup is that we are posting we're posting episodes every single week yep. on YouTube, so. There's always going to be content there, there, and then it's just kind of like peppering it in with some stuff. And I've got some fun stuff, like not necessarily covers and not necessarily like business related stuff, but like funny things, you know. So I, you know, it, it's going to be kind of ever evolving. And you know, as soon as I've got time, I definitely have like some technical stuff I want to talk about. Um, our buddy Phil Smith, who uh, has been like live streaming his ever loving face off. Yeah. Um, I caught one, and he's having some technical issues, and I because we're nerds about this stuff, I was like, Oh, he's using this app and this app is yep. working very well. And I found a couple of new apps. And so I'm probably going to do another live stream kind of tips and tricks kind of, uh, conversation at some point. In the next good. Week or two. You yeah. should, you guys should do that episode. Cause then it's maybe okay. How to do, how to continue live streaming, you know what? So it used to be Friday, Saturday nights. Like that's your time. Now it's like, that's probably not your time anymore. Right. It's probably right. a, a Tuesday. Yeah. At yeah. We were talking about like, yeah, Facebook has now become the biggest club in the world. And it's like, who's walking into your room? Yeah. Um, and yeah, on a yeah. Friday, Saturday night. And are you going to be the more fifth guy tonight to ask for a tip? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know. I might not be. That feels weird. <laughs> yep. I didn't tell you guys what I did that made me feel really weird during COVID. Oh, uh, please. I, I was very, I'm very, like, I'm aware of mask and I'm still like, this has to be real because much of my livelihood has been ruined. And if this is not real, like what, ha- what happened? So I'm, I'm f- still following guidelines. However, a uh, week and a half ago, I got a tattoo. Okay. Right. I'm just like, I'm like, that was when my appointment was. And she's like, you ready to do it? I opened up two days ago. I'm like, let's do it. Right. We both wore masks. And afterwards I go, that was probably a really dumb thing to do. And I still did it. Yeah. I mean, the, tattoo parlors are one of the first things to open up in our uh, state as well. Uh-huh. And it's because they have a protocol. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, like they are, you know, it's clean needles and you're taking your gloves off every, you know, step of the way. And, yeah. you know, adding masks is annoying, but it's not necessarily that much different than the protocols that a good shop is doing. So uh, is it, is it like gross at the moment? No, everything's like really part, good, right? but every once in a while it'll like tingle and I'm like, oh, oh, oh yeah. that's the COVID. The COVID's in the ink I now. Think that, I don't think that's how that works. I, don't think it's I know. I don't know. Yeah. I'm, not a, I'm not a tattooologist. No, no, Dr. Fauci. My St. Louis that. Blues tattoo, all of a sudden I woke up and it says COVID-19. Oh, no. It just oh, no. <laughs> they got you. So, it was actually, actually, you bring up a really good point because tattoo shops really don't have to change their protocol. Just wear masks. Wear, yeah. Yep. That was what was so weird to me about, about restaurants is like, we're opening back up and we're going to follow 
clean guidelines. It's like, like were, were you not? What were you that? doing before then? Who was it? There was a pizza place that was like, and your pizza will be untouched by human hands. I'm like, like who's you- been touching my – this seems wrong. <laughs> who's been it touching my weird. pizza? I do picture the delivery guy just opening up the box and closing it and just yeah. going, yeah, cool Breathing pizza. on it real hard. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's just kind of like wafting. Yeah. <laughs> Good grief. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean – I, I, I picked up an order today from this restaurant and like I was the only person who wasn't working there wearing anything. Yeah. Know it. Just like walking oh. around like and you know what? They're probably gonna be fine. You know? Probably. You know, yeah. the, the odds are in their favor. Yeah. But like I just don't no, I'm just not gonna. Not right Mm-mm. now. Mm-mm. Someone's gonna have I'm to I'm still waiting music. on my okay. freaking pork tornadoes beard bandana. <laughs> I was told it was going to be here within two to three weeks. That was two to three weeks ago, Mike. Oh. What's going on? <laughs> well, you know, you know, the COVID, the old COVID is just screwing up manufacturer stuff. You know what I mean? I mean, on my end, I just needed a bandana that was like, the, it didn't matter if it had your, your branding. Perfectly honest. Probably would have liked it more if it didn't. But <laughs> the fact that it was black with, with pink paisley, pink. like that is choice. That's what I wanted. That's what colors I wear anyway. So yeah. yeah, and that's the beauty of you don't have to use the logo. We made it so you can make it however you want. It's coming. It's I promise thinking. you. It's good In fact, your your little package is already addressed to you, like sitting there open. So that bandana comes, I open it, I throw it in there, and I take it to the post office. Untouched nice. by human hands. Untouched by you, yeah, it all arrived. Yeah, because Mike isn't a Mike isn't a person. Steve we tongs. He's I'm a drummer. Blow my nose into your handkerchief and send it to you. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, I'll put it on it's eBay. A collector's item. Yeah. All right. Last last question from yep. me, and then you guys can talk about. I mean, we're getting close to time here, anyway. So yeah. correct. Because of you know when I first joined you guys, this might be the third or fourth time I've joined you. Yeah. I was blown away by the fact that you guys have not met each other in person yeah and you're like oh yeah we'll plan it like now that we've gone through this my mentality is now that we've gone through covid now that we've we're seeing how human rights are still not a thing like we're just 2020 i'm praying for super volcano next but like i'm making it a point to do things that i've just been putting off so like i really hope that when this is over you guys go fuck yeah we're we're going to meet each other like, like you have to make this happen you have time right now uh, it's yeah true. gotta make it happen it's true i think nashville is the magic spot yeah it could be i will use- tell you this i have um i actually just got word that a friend of mine from high school just moved to to atlanta and i have three or four other friends in atlanta so a trip to atlanta is in no way out of the question for me so uh yeah, so, okay. yeah. I just, just hope don't it make it like a. I, I've got a couple of weeks. If, if you're even remotely considering, just shoot me. Oh <laughs> no, we'll be in touch. Hey, I'm here. She's gonna turn up at your doorstep. Hi. <laughs> July's a rough month. That's all I'm saying. That's right. Stuff going on. I'm gonna sleep in the bad basement. What yeah, do you think? How tall do you think each other are? <laughs> like, because there's this is these are legitimate wow. questions. Like, like Dan, you might. I feel like you're really tall, but you might be. You might be like five three, and I see you in person. I'm like, oh, jeez, <laughs> you're taller than that. I, I am I'm actually. Adam, you, really need you need to guess. You need to guess on each other. I How tall say, is Dan? I would say, I think six one is a good estimate. I am six one. Boom. Well done. How I, tall? I, is Adam? I bet Adam's six foot dead. Six no, foot no, ten? No, I'm I'm a little shorter than that. Okay, I'm like five nine, five ten. All right, all right. 
Okay. But like respectable. Yeah. I mean, respectable. no, no, <laughs> nobody's judging. If yeah. I'm, if I, you know, if I work the pump up, I could probably yeah, get totally, there. Totally. You know what I'm saying? That's your, that's the thing. By the time I get there, you need to grow the get that man bun hair. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's up there. Yeah. You know, it was one of the, I went and got my hair cut and my wife was like, oh, you pulling your hair back? I was like, Are you doing that? I was like, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I could practically I could. do that. My She's hair, like, my hair oh, is long. I'll tell you in, in, never, in 2001, I cut off a ponytail that was down to my waist. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I, and this is this know, right now is the longest my hair has been since then. So wow. yeah. I said um, my hair kind of grows to do. My hair grows out. So with, like, oh, totally. when my hair's long, it's Absolutely. like out. No, I'm yeah. I'm Ronald McDonald before I'm anything else. Totally. So I went ahead and did I, I literally got the dirtbag skater haircut that I always wanted in seventh That's grade. Time. Just go for it. Sweet. So, you know, short on the sides. And it's just kind of nice because before I was like having to like blow it dry and like put stuff in it, whatever. And now it's like, screw that. Just pull it back when it's wet and just leave it. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm happy. Give us a side profile. I got to see no, this. It's not, I mean, oh, uh, you got the Tony Miola. Nice. Like, do you remember Tony Miola? Nice. Are you guys you're too young? He was a U.S. soccer goalie. Are we guys too young? He might. He was the one that started the shave sides, pull it all the way back in a ponytail. Yeah, Yeah, um, there's apparently some show on Netflix. It's like a British show about like, like feudal era England, and like there's a guy with a haircut like this, except he's got like kind of like dreadlock mullets in the back. And my brother says like, "Oh, you look like Sebada from Budaba," and I was like, "What?" (laughs) He's like, "Watch this show." I haven't watched it. Yet. I really want it to actually be Subada and the show to actually be Budaba. I really want that. Budaba? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Subada from Budaba. I really want that to be actually <laughs> yeah. the thing, but I don't think it is. <laughs> I'm, I've got a terrible memory. What can I yeah, say? I know. It's all good. good sing enough. it to me and I'll sing it back to you. But uh, otherwise, <laughs> right. it's not, it's right. not happening. Yeah. <laughs> this was the conversation I did not know I needed. We needed to have yep. this. We really did. Anytime there's a giant thing that the whole world's talking about, we do it. <laughs> really? Anytime. It's real good. Massive col- hey, guys. Mike's here. <laughs> yeah. Sky's on fire. Yeah, don't worry. It's only we only have to talk fire. about it, and then we move on. Super volcano <laughs> plus aliens landed. Let's bring Mike on. I'm We're cutting all our heads on today. What do you think about it, Mike? Yeah. <laughs> For five minutes, and then... Yeah, only five minutes. And then, like, what's your favorite Back to the Future? That's right. That's right. That's right. Two. Anyway... No, no. It's the I mean, it's the the first the one. first one. Obviously, I mean, obviously, it's, I'm, it's kidding. It's it's two. I'm clearly kidding. And I never. It's not the third one. It's How not the third one. Oh now, god! Now hold on. on, hold on. I rewatched all three like I have many times nice. in my life, and the third one, the third one gets a bad rap. It's actually very good and pulls a lot of things from one and two in together. That's and true. What was his? Uh, what was Marty McFly's character's name in three? Get back to it. We were. Oh my yeah, God. Well, I'm going to well keep done. saying some curious. So, so his guy, but that lived in the old West was Isn't it Clint Eastwood. Well, okay. That yes. But um, I'm talking about the guy that was already from the, the old West. He came from Ireland. He had an Ireland accent. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, he was a McFly, yeah, but he yeah. had his first name was no Seamus. Seamus McFly. Seamus McFly. And what, what was, was uh, Tannen's name in the old West? Buford. Buford Mad Dog Tannen. Nice. And what was the name of Marty's <laughs> uncle who was always in jail? Yeah, that was the one I was trying uncle to ask Joey. you. Yeah, Jailbird Joey. Jailbird Joey. Yep. Oh, my God. And then there was um, – and then they, the kids that uh, Doc Brown had, was it – is it what – is, what is her name? The kids? Academy Award winner. 
something, something, Doc, something. Doc Brown had kids in the in the yes, in the with the oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Jules, and Mary, that, Jules and Mary, Mary Elizabeth that. Master Antonio. Is that who it was? No. No. What was like what was the no. name of his wife? Was it Mary Steenburgen? Yes, I think yes. it was. Think what it was. was her name? I in have the movie? I have met her. She really? yes. So in Atlanta, they do a lot of movies. Yeah. They shoot a lot of movies, and she was in town. And me and my wife were out at dinner, and Mary Steenburgen was like right over our shoulder. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, and she looked yeah. amazing. She does. Like she's an attractive old. Yeah. old she's an attractive. Yes, but it was like. You know, sometimes you see somebody in person, and like you were saying, oh, they're kind of short or whatever. Ooh, wow. Like, no, like this was like a this was like a step up. This mm. was like an enhancement oh, of the. Wow. I was like, oh my god! Last back to the future question: What was her character's name? I don't remember. Clara Clayton. Clara Clayton Ravine. I just remember her being the mom and stepbrothers. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. mostly. I enjoyed That's, her in Last Man on Earth. Was she good in that? Yeah, she was great in that. She was great. In that. She was also an elf. Yes, yep. great in that too. Good mom and elf. Yeah, yeah very solid Fantastic. mom. And oh, and like nice. a bro, like so, oh, you got this son for from our some Mary random. Steenburgen <laughs> totally, it's all Mary Steenburgen all the time. Here's what I love about Mary, Mary Steenburgen and elf is like, oh, my husband has a son from years ago. Right on, bro. Oh, yeah. cool. Like <laughs> that's that's. This. I mean, she's a bro. I like I like that better. It's good. <laughs> no doubt. Then, then he turns out to be a crazy elf man, and she's into that too. She's into okay. that too. All right. She can't sing. You know, it was a beautiful. Uh, it was a beautiful yeah, moment. It was. <laughs> that is pretty good. Guys, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedules. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> for being here. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Any of you who uh, hopped in during the live stream, uh, we definitely appreciate it. Um, I will let Dan do all of the. Uh, promotional cross promoting doodly do's all pre-recorded so be safe be good to one another and um hoping that uh we all get the chance to get on stage very very soon but i will go ahead and call it from this week from atlanta georgia i am adam johnson from greensburg north carolina dan ray cedar rapids iowa mike schulte i always want to say that there he is you have been listening to the cover band confidential podcast episode 106 i think yeah 106? 106! (laughs) Have a great week, guys. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice. Facebook.com slash CoverBandConfidential, Instagram at CoverBandConfidential, and Twitter at CoverBandConfid. If you have any questions, please email us at coverbandconfidential at gmail.com and consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash coverbandconfidential. And for more info, check out www.coverbandconfidential.com.